Blog Talk Radio. Brother Welcome to Rungan Radio. This is your host, Doug. we got 90 minutes live tonight with Chasm Sultan. He's here. He's I am in New York. Here. How you doing? I am here, yeah. Good, I'm good, Doug. How are you? I'm doing great. He's in New York. I'm in Alabama. You're going to struggle tonight with these accents. We're going to have a little fun. Uh, I'm sure we will. <laughs> Hopefully you can understand what I said. I was talking to Todd Reynolds in the last show, and he couldn't figure out what I was saying, y'all. He thought I was saying something else. We finally got that straightened out. Okay. So I changed it to you guys. Uh, that's much more uh, northeastern. There you go. All right. Well, we've got a couple callers already, so I can tell you're going to be popular tonight. And this is something a little different. I usually start out with a few announcements. I'm still going to do that right quick, but we're going to go quick, and then we're going to I'm going to try to stay in three segments tonight. And that might be something that's not possible. We're going to give it a shot. We'll, I'd like to start with 
about 30 minutes to talk about your career with, with different bands. Sure. I'd like to talk about your relationship with Todd and your tours with Todd, and then I want to talk about your solo career for the for the last 30 minutes. We are 90 minutes live tonight. Okay. But we're going to take a lot of calls, so we may just get off track, and that's fine. It's not a big deal. This is for the fans, and if that's what they want to talk about, something different, we're going to do it. Okie doke. All right. First announcement is uh, com. Most everybody here knows about the tribute ad that Bill Bricker was putting together. The fans were paying to get a tribute ad for Todd and Rolling Stone. That project is now finished, so we will not be asking you to send money tonight. So uh, if you got tired of that, the party's over on it. He was able to get 875 names. They did a half-page ad is what he was able to get, half-page color ad, very nice. That's still the biggest to date for him. He's done three now, or this will be the third. The art is on the site now if you want to check it out on toddata.com, T-O-D-D-A-T-A. Uh, there was 15 albums sponsored. They will also be included in the ad. The cover date is November 15th, and it's on sale November the 2nd. Rolling Stone, 40th anniversary. Like the magazine or not, might want to pick it up, see whose names you recognize, and Check out the real nice tribute ad. It's actually got a utopia on it, so Chasm, you'll be in there as well, in a sense. How about that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, very nice. So, also, this Wednesday, Prairie Prince is going to be on Rugman Radio. That's at 8.30 Eastern Time. That's this Wednesday, 10.17. Check that out for sure. Todd Reynolds filled in for him last week. Prairie had a situation he had to cancel at the last minute, but Todd was nice enough to come on. Todd with Ethel, when they toured with Todd, he was a fantastic guest. If you haven't heard that, you can listen to it in the archives on RugmanRadio.com. And the last but not least announcement, we have a MySpace page, MySpace.com slash RugmanRadio. Add us as a friend if you haven't already. And that is it. I'm going to start taking calls, Chasm. I wanted to ask you some questions, but I'm not going to hog you tonight. Somebody's been here early, so let's uh, take this call. Area code 613. 613, turn your radio down and give us a holla. Hello? All right. Okay. 613, you got to turn your radio off. That's a great off, way uh, to start. Get your computer off, yeah. That's actually the first time I've had that happen. So Hello? everybody, if you call in, you got to turn your computer down because this is delayed. Area code 304. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi, Chasm. Hello. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm fine. You know who I am? Oh, good. Hi, Mary. How West, are you? From West Virginia. Yep, I know. <laughs> I missed you in L.A. Well, um... Sorry, but, uh, you know, that was the last date of that tour, so it was kind of hectic. That's what I kind of figured. Yeah. But the show is wonderful. You were just totally and completely awesome. Thank you very much. And it was the first time I'd ever seen Todd perform. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh. After the show, I ran into a bunch of fans, and it was announced that I'm no longer a Todd virgin. Uh, well, there you go. There's <laughs> <laughs> a first for everything. So there you go. I mean, you got to lose it sometime, I suppose. I guess. Um, well, I have like a gazillion questions for you, but one of the main ones is I was looking at your latest blog, and you said on here that you have recorded some material, uh -huh. and I'm wondering if that means that there is a new record in the works. Well, you know, I mean, I'm always working on new stuff, um, having enough to uh, put a record together is one thing, but I think that what I'm going to start doing uh, as early as um, probably, hopefully by the end of the year, <coughs> is start releasing stuff one song at a time because I don't think that uh, I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense for me to wait until I have a uh, you know 10 to 12 tracks ready to 
to put out on a record. So uh, rather than 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 not put out anything and wait until I had a collection of material, what I'll do is I'll probably wind up as I finish uh, songs, I'll probably wind up putting them up on some website. Mary, I'm going to take it. You have all sides already, right? Oh, yeah, I've got all sides. Oh, Mary's got... the best. She's got everything. <laughs> everything. She's got the T-shirts, she's got the hats, she's got the CDs. You name it, she's got it. Chasm's my hero. He's 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 my... Um... And you're my hero, sweetie. <laughs> all right. Well, let me ask you this. All sides has a, a lot of history, too, a lot of new stuff. What's your favorite, I guess, segment of the ones he chose? Which Which do you like? Oh shoot! I like them all. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> actually, actually, I have really, um, and certainly not to put down his recent work or anything of that nature. I have been totally getting into his first album, Chasm, mm. and just totally loving all the music on that. Well, and that was certainly a while ago. Well, it was a while ago, but you know, a couple of the songs actually made it onto all sides. Yeah. Uh, but definitely One Sure Thing is one of my favorite ones. Sacrifice, definitely. And, of course, Minutes Slipping Past. Uh-huh. So, I mean, and then Yellow Cab, even though I'm not from New York, that still speaks to uh, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. So. I mean, Excellent. Well, hey, Mary, we appreciate you giving us a call. We've got a ton of people that are trying to call in, and I, I hope we can get everybody on here. Of course, that was one of the questions I had, so. You're just going to get a lot of fan questions. Now you're going to have to you're not going to have to deal with cheesy radio host questions that I probably would have had. We're going to let the fans talk to you and tell you how much they appreciate your music. And we got another caller from seven six three. You're with us. Yep, I'm with you. All right. Who we got? Hello. How are you doing this evening? Good. Who's this? Uh, this is Richard. Actually, this is Casim, right? This is Casim. Hi. Um. You may remember my brother and I from a show that you performed in Hinkley, Minnesota with the new cars. Okay. Twins, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blonde, right? Uh, no, not blonde. But, uh, oh, those are the girls. <laughs> no, I, 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 I remember. I distinctly remember meeting you and your brother. I distinctly remember it. I, I could have sworn that you were both blonde, though, but uh, I could be wrong. What did you do, jump on stage or something? Did, excuse me? Did they jump on stage or something? No, they didn't jump on stage. Right. No, they were just too nice. They were, they were really nice. A couple of really nice kids from Minnesota. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm kind of like a very uh, easily accessible guy when it comes to, like, you know, being at the gigs and stuff like that. If, I, if I'm walking around uh, and somebody recognizes me and, and stops me, then I, you know, I, I certainly always take the time out to talk to people. So, That's something um, we're certainly very thankful for. Yeah, I mean, you guys were you, uh, you guys were great, and uh, I appreciate you coming to the show. And um, did you buy? Did you pick up the records uh, at all? Oh, uh, we did, as a matter of fact. Oh, good for you. All right, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you have how's a question your brother for us? My brother? Yeah. Oh, he's doing great. He's good. Right here. Good. Hey. So. All right. Anyway, one thing that I've been doing lately yeah. with uh, music. Particularly from uh, your Utopian era. Yeah. Actually, um, I spoke to Todd actually when he came back around to Stillwater, Minnesota, yeah. for a free concert with the new Cars. Uh-huh. Uh, what I've been doing lately is um, I've been arranging music for my high school choir. Yeah. Um, I wrote an arrangement of the song "Love Is the Answer" for four to six part vocals and piano accompaniment. Right. And uh. I'm hoping to see if our school group can perform that. 
And um, that's what I've been doing with my time lately. I asked Todd about maybe you know like permission to use, etc. And um, we'll see how that goes. He was really glad to see that whole thing. Yeah, and um, see that. Actually, that's a re- that's a really good song to do something like that with because it's a real heavy vocal song. There's uh, at least three, and I'm sure in some parts of the song there's a four part harmony in it. So, uh, and it lends itself really well to piano, uh, piano and vocal accompaniment. So, uh, that was a good choice on your part. Hey, Kaz, I wanted to since they brought that up too, I wanted to compliment you. I noticed that you are extremely fan friendly, and it seems to be all of Todd's network. I mean, I have you on here. You don't know me. I have Prairie on Wednesday. He doesn't really know me. I've met him a couple times. I mean. You guys are really good about reaching out to the fans. You have a journal. You're on YouTube. You know, why do you think that is? You guys are, are, you know, that whole community. I guess is so much different than a lot of the, you know, musicians and things that don't really reach out to the fans or aren't that fan friendly. Um, well, I mean, it, you know, it's a. I, I guess I could be really sarcastic about it and say that, uh, you know, we just appreciate the few fans that we do have <laughs> so much that you know you kind of. Uh, you go out of your way to make sure that everybody knows that they're appreciated and loved. And, um, you know, uh, it's it's really difficult the, these days. I mean, there's so much stuff out there. There's so much music. And there's so many new bands and old bands, for that matter, that, you know, are vying for the entertainment dollar. Uh, and I, I certainly don't mean to bring it, da- bring it down to its lowest common denominator, which is, you know, the, uh, a dollar sign. But... At the same token, it's like you know, it's a business, and uh, and this is our uh, our business of making and playing music. And uh, so, whenever anybody you know takes the time out of their busy lives to come and see a show, <coughs> or to uh, buy a CD or buy a T-shirt, or um, you know, write to a fan, write a, uh, a an email, I make sure that I always uh, answer everything by myself because uh, it's just really important to me. Um, because I, I like the fans to know that they are as important to me as I, uh, I might be to them. Very good. Okay, we've got several more callers. 216, you're on the air with Chasm. Hey, I like to order a large pizza with pepperoni. And... <laughs> be there in 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, you want some New York pizza? Is. I know who this is. Is oh, this call from Ohio? Yes, it is. <laughs> does, does this person own a wiener dog? <laughs> um, yeah, part of Part of this person does, yes. Part of this person? Hello. <laughs> yeah, yes, hey, Kazim, how you doing? All right, man, how are you? Good, good. <laughs> hey, how's the family? Oh, they're This wonderful. is exactly what we're talking about. I know this guy, I know his family. They come to all the shows. They've become some of my closest friends. Uh, his, That's his, the royal pain in the ass. Oh, can I say ass on the air? Yes, you can. Now, who is this, then? The rest of us don't know. This is Lou and Rebecca. Lou. Uh, we're not going to give any last names. We don't want people hunting you down and stalking you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lou, thanks for calling in. Hey, Lou. Hey, no problem. Tell hey. Rebecca, give Rebecca a kiss for me, all right? Hey, no problem. Hey, and uh, have a good trip overseas and stuff, and have a good time. All right, thanks for calling, man. Okay, see you next oh, year. Oh, by the way, go Indians. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, they're whipping butt right now, man. <laughs> you you two think? Nothing. It's two nothing. Yeah, I'm, I I refuse to wear an Indian's cap. Oh, you will be. No, I won't. <laughs> I'll see you later, man. <laughs> All right. Bye. So, Chasm, you uh, are you a Yankees fan? Uh, yeah, I am. But you know, it's becoming increasingly difficult to be a fan of the team because they just they they outspend every other team in the league, and um, they uh, you know they think that. 
the more money we throw at it, the better the team is going to be. And it's just, you know, it, it, it really, I mean, it kind of, it's a shame that it has to work like that. But, uh, you know, uh, I have my, my own feelings about George Steinbrenner, but uh, I think it's a, it's a really good team. I've been a Yankee fan ever since I was a little kid. My father took me to see them play when they were the Bronx Bombers at Ebbets Field. And, um, you know, I've been, uh, I, I mean, I grew up as a New Yorker. How could I not be a Yankee? Fan? Well, there's the Mets. Of the Met. Wait, there's a team called the Mets. <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Talk about we, choke. We're gonna start some talk, problems here. Talk now. about choking. Jeez. What, okay, you got the Giants and the Jets. Which one of those do you like? Uh, I'm not a big football fan, but uh -oh. um, and they're both New Jersey teams. Yeah. You know, uh, they they've forsaken New York, but uh, they. I mean, they're still considered. They're both considered New York teams, but. Um, I'm not uh, not a huge football fan. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. I got another. I got a lot of callers, so my segment idea is out the window. And maybe I want to play some of your songs, but we'll just have to keep taking callers. That's priority one. They they can go buy the CD if they don't have it. We'll tell them how to do that at some point. But well, how how do you like your name? I'm sure you've heard Kasem, Kasem, Kaz, Kasem. What uh, what do you prefer? How do you really say it? What's the best way to say it? Uh, well, you know, I I, I grew up. Um, uh, like I said, I, I grew up in New York. I grew up on Staten Island, and, and every single one of my friends when I was a kid was Bobby, Billy, Joey, Tony, Tommy, Timmy, uh, Jimmy, uh, you name any any kind of Davy, uh, uh, Charlie, and anything that you can put an E on the end of. That's that's who I hung with, and and then there was me, Cassim. So I would call my friends up, and I. I would say, uh, like, I'd, I'd call my friend Tom up, and I'd say, hi, this is Casim. Uh, is Tom there? And they'd say, who? <laughs> they, uh, you got to go to Casimi or Casim. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, Casimi. Uh, it's Casim. Uh, Catherine? What do you mean? Casmin? Ka what kind of name is that? You know my son? How does he know you? <clears throat> and it was, uh, it, 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 it really kind of like, I probably should be in therapy for it right now, but... Uh, there's other things that need my attention more than that. Uh, it was it, it it's it's weird because you know it was uh, wasn't a very common name, still isn't a very common name. Although I did just meet uh, the Naked Brothers band, ah. which is uh, a, this this kids band, this huge kids band on VH1 or Nickelodeon actually, and uh, one of the kids in the band's name is is uh, is Kasim. So he's this little black kid with dreadlocks. He's a really nice. cool kid. Yeah. Um, and he spells his name Q-A-S-S-I-M. Um, so I, I guess these days it's it's not as odd a name as it used to be, but it, it was hell growing up. Yeah, it probably still would be in New York, though, maybe. Now, did they get their did they get their idea for their name from your New York famous guy, the Naked Cowboy or Naked Rodeo Cowboy? What's the guy there? Oh, yeah, yeah, the guy in Times Square. Yeah. Uh, probably not. <laughs> They're um, kids. Yeah, they don't know about I, that yet. I don't know. All right. <laughs> We're going to go. We've got another caller here that is uh, from the area code 714. You're on there. Hi, Casim. Hello. This is Sherry in Orange County. Hi, Sherry. How are you? Oh, doing? hi, Sherry. How are you? Good. I can't believe I know all these people by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to like say who friend. it is. I know exactly who it is. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Okay. Okay. Good. Gosh, you picked me quick. I just got home from work. So. All right. I don't know what to ask. Oh. I just wanted to tell you. Well, first you don't of have all. to ask me anything. You could just say hi. 
Hi. Hi. No, I want to keep you on the phone for a while. Wait, okay. I, need my, I need my time. Well, um, let's see. Did you enjoy the uh, House of Blues show? I did. I loved the House of Blues show, and I wanted to say thank you for stopping and saying hi to everybody after also. I really appreciate that. You're more than welcome. Thank you. And it was wonderful hearing you play Trapped also. Yeah, uh, that was a, but we had actually got off stage and um, we, had, we had done it a couple of times during soundcheck and Prairie actually, um, when Prairie's on next, uh, is he on later this week? Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, he was the one that said, come on, we should, do, we should do trap, we should do trap one night. And it was the last show and we came off stage and, uh, and I said, all right, let's go back and uh, we're going to, I said, Todd, could we possibly do trap? <laughs> you know, uh-huh. the encores. And, um, He's, and he's, he kind of Todd says, I got an idea. Why don't we do Trapped? You've got to make it his idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that's, you're making everybody jealous here. I didn't know that y'all played that on the last song. I haven't looked at the set list. That's awesome. Yeah, and unfortunately, nobody recorded the show. Um, oh, there'll be a bootleg out. Somebody's got to have it. That's a bummer because it, it was a great show. It's got to be. Such a great show. So, so much great energy. It was wonderful between you guys. And I have to give Prairie a hug then for getting him to do it. Well, call back didn't do it. I did. It was all it was all me. I'm Prairie, just, you know, <laughs> he, he, he was just a pawn. In the, it's always all you, Chasm. Yeah. In my book, no matter what. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, I wanted to ask you, what do you do about jet lag? I just got back from a trip to Europe, and it took me forever to get back to normal. Whatever well, the, that is. The, the the trick is to never unpack. Okay. You ne- you never unpack. You just constantly live out of a suitcase. Okay, so but what about have, your sleeping habits also? Uh, I, I don't have any. I, I just, <laughs> I'm sleeping right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> okay, and my and last thing, and I, and I won't bother you too much about it, but if you do a solo show, please consider coming out to California or somewhere west of the Mississippi so we could travel a little bit less to see you. I promise that within the next millennium I will play a solo show <laughs> well, that narrows it on down. the West Coast. Don't you have a lot of mileage that you can, like, you know, just grab a guitar? It's and really, on the it's plane? not so much about the mileage. It's a, it's about having somebody to book shows on the West Coast. Okay. Uh, and to make it uh, make financial sense for me to sure. you know, to go out there. I mean, I I would love to nothing more than to play a string of shows on the West Coast, but. Uh, well, I could tell you at the House of Blues after the show, everybody was, I mean, everybody loved the whole show, but most people were talking about how excited they were that you got to sing Trapped. Yeah. Well, so I think you have such a huge following here. There's, there's no way it wouldn't be worth it. Well, Sherry, you know, Michelle Rugren was on the show a few weeks ago, and she said the trick is you've got to talk a promoter into bringing them in. You've got to get a group. Mm-hmm. Got the promoter to call him. That's yeah. the trick. Okay, there well, you go. I can do that. A, grass, a, a grassroots movement. There it is. <laughs> What it takes nowadays. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, maybe I can help get the ball rolling. Make okay, it happen, there you Sherry. Go. So hey. it's good to talk to you, Casim. Okay, Sherry. I'll see you later. Thanks for calling. All right. This this uh, switchboard's lit up like a Christmas tree, so we're gonna keep going. We got an area code nine oh five. You're on the line. I'll bet you. I'll bet you five bucks. I know everybody that's <laughs> on the phone right now. Uh, so far, so good. You're hundred percent. Nine oh five. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Um, hi, Kazim. It's Adele. I'm calling from Canada. Oh, hi, Adele. How are you? <laughs> Great, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to get through. Sheesh, I'm batting I'm a thousand. Hungry. Yeah. Um, I just this is, to my, this is get... my Adele fan from, from Toronto. Awesome. Yes. Um, sorry, got two kids running around at the same time. Um, my question was, uh, how bad, like, did you, like, when you got back together again with Todd and everything and with the new cards... And um, 
now you're going to Europe and all that, but did you, like, really, really, really miss playing with him? Like, did you yeah. enjoy being back together? Yeah. Um, more than any, more than anybody, um, I enjoy playing with Todd, um, only because of the history and because I, I started out in my, in my professional career playing with Todd, and it's like going home again, you know. Uh, so I really, really enjoy playing with Todd. I mean, I've, I, you know, I've worked with a lot of artists, but um, I get the, the most enjoyment out of working with Todd. And most enduring. Yeah. Yeah. It shows. Oh, thanks. <laughs> there goes another one of my Hey, Adele, you're going to get more people to come to a show if I play in Toronto again? I'm already working on it, hon. All right. I set up a, a page on Facebook, Yeah. and I've got about 12 people already. Oh, great. Well, yeah, so you know, it's getting there. It's, hey, listen, one at a time, you know? Exactly. One exactly. at a time. And I, didn't, I don't know if I, if I didn't get to thank you. Thank you again so much. Well, you I'm were looking, amazing that night. I'm looking forward to seeing you again, sweetie. And I had a really good, I had a really good time that night. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a good show, and you know, even though I was all by my lonesome, mm-hmm. um, it still, you know, it meant a lot for me to be to even be up there and for you to come and uh, and you show your support. And I promise uh, you, whenever you're in town, I'm there. I really appreciate you. Anytime, hon. Thanks a lot. Oh, Bye. and Terry, oh. uh, Dave, Mary. Seiko and Danny, and I'm going to forget everybody's names. Yeah. They're all, you were all emailing each other earlier. They all say hello. Okay, well, I'm going to see them uh, in a few days. Yes, you will. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'll tell them you said hi. Okay. All right? You take care and good luck. All right. Stay warm over the winter. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's nothing up here. <laughs> <laughs> take care and good luck. All right, sweetie. Bye. Thanks. Ciao. Bye. All right, Canada, home of Molson Golden. Okay, right, let's gonna, see. Now let's see how much you want to bet. I'll bet you. I'll bet you fifty cents. I know who the next person is. I can. I can personally guarantee you. Okay. That you know this person. All right. Teresa from Cleveland. You are. I'm trying to get you on here. You're on the air. It's got to be you, right? Hello. Oh, I got her muted. Let me try again here. Hi. There you Hello. go, Teresa. Hi. Hello. Hi, Teresa. Hi. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> this is like a. It's like a family reunion around a dinner table somewhere. <laughs> I just, just wanted to tell you, uh, I just love hearing you sing and play. Um, I, you know, I'm glad that I live in an area where you do play a lot. So, well, I play a lot there because everybody always comes out to see me. You know, I mean, if if, if there wasn't anybody coming to the shows, <laughs> you can bet I wouldn't be in Cleveland that often. But yeah. um, you know, Cleveland is one of. I've made made sure to make Cleveland one of my um, strongholds as far as, you know, whenever I book solo shows, um, I, I I make sure that Cleveland's on the uh, on the list because it's just such a good place for me, and everybody just uh, I, they couldn't be sweeter there. Well, I'm glad that you do that. Um, I'm glad you come out to Cleveland. Um, I, you know, heard you first with Utopia and you know living in Ohio. Mm-hmm. You know, Todd was always a staple on the radio, and then Utopia. So, you know, I knew you from them, but I actually never got to see you perform live. You were Todd until the new cars. So, really, if right, and you know, I have the records and and listen, but was kind of out of touch there for a while. I think after the '80s, as far as what you two were doing. So, mm-hmm. um, if nothing else, I'm glad that the new cars happened, just because I, you know, was able to, um, you know, find out what what both of you were up to, and uh, just some great great music and. Uh, you two on stage together are great. It's, it's a lot of fun watching you up there. And well, the only thing you missed from the '80s was big hair and eye makeup. So <laughs> don't feel so bad. Okay. 
Okay, and do you know when you're going to do your um know yet when you're going to do your next solo tour? A lot of it has to do with um what what my schedule is as far as um meatloaf goes. Uh there's some talk about going to Australia uh in the middle of February, late February. So if that's the case then I'm going to try and and squeeze in 10 dates. Uh, at the very beginning of February uh, and end of July, beginning uh, end of January, beginning of February. So, I'm hoping that that's what happens. Okay. We'll come back in July too, if you can. Then. Oh yeah, right for sure. <laughs> okay, guys, take hey, care. Teresa, thanks for calling. Bye bye. Bye. Chasm sounds like to me we need to have a chasm convention where all the fans can come out and say hello to you and mingle for a while. Well, you know, um, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, I, 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 I kind of, my, my solo shows are like that. You know, they're like, I, you know, I'm not one to like, you know, show up five minutes before I go on stage and then split right after the last song. I usually wind up chatting with people beforehand and staying. I, my, I, I usually stay longer after a show than the actual show itself mm-hmm. um, because I really don't like to let anybody leave without saying hello to them first <laughs> so i'm kind of like the priest at the end of the church you know where you like you have to walk out you have to shake the priest's hand and say thank you father that was a wonderful sermon <laughs> so that's how i uh that's how i do it that's, that's a good way I to roll. do it it makes it um adds a little special element to the shows yeah absolutely okay well you're going to know this person as well i believe because i'm okay. pretty sure i know who this is 214 214 you're on there 214 214 is turn your mute button off. 214. Let me see. That's Philadelphia, isn't it? 214. Yeah. Actually, I believe. Pennsylvania. Is it? I think so. Let's see. No, 214 is Texas. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. I know who it is. Yeah. Well, she's been on almost all our shows and for some reason does not know how to operate it today. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to move on down the line here. Do you have to call in through the Internet? You can, but most people call through their phone. Oh, okay. You can do it, you know, like if you use Skype or something, yeah. you can do it that way. So um, it just depends on how you want to do it. We are going to take a caller. Let's see here. I'm moving around. From 250. Hello, 250. Hello. Hey. Hi. 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 It's uh, me, Nathaniel. Hi, Nathaniel. Remember you interviewed me at one of the concerts? I interviewed you? Yeah, and you put me on YouTube. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Which concert? Uh, it was the a one meatloaf in show, right? The one in Kelowna. The one in Corona. Kelowna. Kelowna. Um, okay, I, I I vaguely remember interviewing you, uh, interviewing a nice young gentleman, and so that has to be you. Yeah, I guess. Did I ask you? <laughs> did I did I ask you to do a meatloaf impression? Uh, no. Oh, okay, so. good. So, what was the interview like? What did he ask you? Well, uh, hmm. oh, let me think. <laughs> uh, you have a memorable it. experience, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> Kaz, we've got to work on the interview questions. Like, yeah. I have to work on mine, yeah. How about it, Nathaniel? Did you have fun being interviewed by Kaz? Uh, yeah. Okay, Nathaniel, what, what do you think? Hillary or, or Obama? What do you think? <laughs> a what? A what? A what? That's what, what I say. <laughs> Nathaniel, do you know what an LP is? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nathaniel, so uh, where where are your folks? Mm, you mean my mom and dad? Yeah. Well, do you want to talk to my mom? Sure, why not? Uh, okay. Mom? Uh, okay. She's probably a fan if you got to the show, right? Mom? Uh, now, Nathaniel, let me ask you a question. What grade are you in? Uh, five. You're in the fifth grade. Did you yeah. finish your homework? Uh-huh. Have you Pardon finished me? your homework? No. 
You haven't? Uh, what the hell are you doing on the phone? <laughs> yeah, get off the phone and crack the book. <laughs> Oh, okay. Here's uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> hello? Uh, uh, hi, this is Nathaniel's mom. Hello, Nathaniel's mom. Uh, How hi. are you? I'm good. How are And I know you're doing good because I can hear you talking and doing all your stuff. And yeah. We were just, uh, we read on your blog that you were not going to be doing any shows in December, and we're a little bit disappointed because we were going to be in New York in December. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I really need a, a little bit of a break. Um, and if I if I don't have a break, not only will I um, I'll just burn out and not be able to do anything ever again, but um, <laughs> it's also a chance for me to uh, work on some new material which I desperately need. I'm getting tired of playing the same old songs uh, and solo shows. So if I don't have uh, at least a, a, a bit of time to concentrate on uh, new stuff, uh, I, I never get to it. Just take a yellow cab to a studio, and you can watch him perform over there. you there go. Uh, okay. Well, we'll look forward for you. to your new stuff. <laughs> All, All right. right. And you do me a favor. Make sure that he, that Nathaniel passes the fifth grade with flying <laughs> colors. Otherwise, I will. He's the, that's the future of America right there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tell him thanks for calling. Explain okay. to him who Hillary Clinton is, please. Oh, yeah. sure. Okay. <laughs> and also what a LP is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're well, still age, you know. All right, all right. So okay. It's a mile long. We're going to be checking back. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye bye. All right, that's fine. Okay. We are going to go. This you're probably going to know this person as well because I recognize this area code. I believe it's New Jersey. Okay. Seven three two. Isn't that Jersey? Yes. Let's see if I can. I think it's you, it's think either my tax my attorney or. Here. Who yeah. Else um. I've got. Uh, Switchboard freeze here because there's so many people trying to call. Uh-huh. Why don't we do this? Do you mind if I play? Uh, are you happy now? No, uh, I don't mind. Okay, I'm going to play that. See if I can't get this worked out, and we'll uh, let everybody hear. This is, of course, from the new CD that you can buy at chasmsultan.com. K a s i m s u l t o n. And here we go. Well, I said that. I'm telling you, I, got, I got a. Uh, uh, man, you, I've got... There we go. Well, that's not really how it starts. Uh, is that... Uh, that's a, a skip yeah. in your program. Yeah. All right. We got, well, let's see if our calls are start working. How about that? All right. That's more fun anyway. We, um, we were doing good on that. I just had a little... It's just so many people. All right. This is 850. Let's see if I can get them muted here. There we go. Let's stop. All right. I got it right now. 850, you're on there. Hey, Chasm. It's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Good. So what's it going to take to uh, get you to play the Gulf Coast or Florida in January or February, whenever you start your solo tours? Well, um, I've already played, oh, the Gulf Coast. Uh, the Gulf Coast. Yeah. Uh, that's not really, I mean, you know, there there are fans down there, but... Um, they're kind of few and far between. I would love nothing more than to take a year off, and and even if there was one person in uh, in in the town that I was going to come to to play a solo show for, I would. Unfortunately, um, you know, it just doesn't work like that. So the best I can do is come someplace you know close, like uh, Orlando or. Uh, I, I that mean, would be better than Lauderdale, yeah. yeah Lauderdale's not very close to to the Gulf Coast, so. No, there's a whole so bunch of. Uh, I, I just, I, you know, I want everybody to know that I'm I'm 
currently working on you know on putting together some some solo shows uh like I said earlier in January and February um and then hopefully sometime next year when meatloaf slows down a little bit um I'll have some free time and be able to uh to go to some places that I haven't been before okay cool yeah. well Dave said to say hello oh you tell well you tell Dave I said hi and it was great to see him and you too in West okay. in Atlanta right yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a great show, and we'll catch you wherever you end up being. But Florida's much nicer than New York, and say, oh, I don't know, February. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I hung up my parka when I moved down here, so. Well, yeah, just I'll keep, have to keep checking the more. message boards and the and the websites and. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all the latest information. The information absolutely. when you tour uh, certainly gets out. That's not a problem. So we uh, they do a good job. A lot of people send emails, and obviously a lot of people got word out to you on the show tonight. So I'm still lighting up here. Uh, I wanted to ask you real quick about Alligator Alley. I left Fort Lauderdale, and I was paying attention to that show in particular. I was uh, noticed that the you had a guy uh, warm up band, I guess for lack of a better term for you, and he's on MySpace and he's on our MySpace page. Um, how did you meet that person, or is that something the the place set up? Yeah, that's uh, the club put that together. I. Okay. Uh, um, I guess they, you know, they wanted to uh, see if they could bring in a, a few more people, and so they put on an opening act. And he was a local guy that uh, is pretty popular down there. He's a really sweet kid, and uh, you know, he has some good music. And um, it was a lot of fun. He's, like I said, he was a really nice guy, and uh, he knew of me, and um, it was good. It was yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was a good night. Very good opening act. Sounds better than warm up band. I'll go with that from now. On. Yeah. There we go. Cruiser Mail. Hey. Hey, Doug. How are you? How are you doing? Huh? I'm good, Chasm. How are you? I'm okay. That was me that got, that uh, couldn't work my phone <laughs> earlier. What was going on? Do you have the mute button on or what? No. No, I was yelling at you guys, and you guys couldn't hear me. Well, I think Chasm has blown up the switchboard on Blog Talk Radio tonight, so we're trying to get through it, though. We're still good now. <clears throat> we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, um... I wanted to ask Kazim about songwriting. About songwriting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to know, I, I, I read something about how you usually start uh, with the music and then you come up with the idea about the words. And I was wondering, then when you sit down, do you, do you sit down at guitar or piano or, you know, zither or what? Uh, well, um, it depends. Uh, I usually go through phases. Um, right now, uh, or for the past couple of three years, I've been in a, uh, a guitar phase where I'm, uh, I constantly have a guitar out and I'm, you know, picking away or strumming away or just, you know, uh, and, and it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've been on the road for so long over the past two and a half, three years. Uh, and it's just easier to bring an instrument like that uh, around with you than it is to bring a keyboard. So um, so I've been toting a guitar around, and when I'm sitting around in my hotel room or if I'm even at home and I'm just kind of relaxing, I'll, I'll just have one on my lap. <clears throat> but having said that, um, I, uh, I think that the, the guitar phase is slowly um, being replaced with the piano, and uh, so I've been doing a little bit of writing on piano now. Unfortunately, uh, you know, I'm just as I'm starting to uh, to put some stuff down, um, I'm leaving, so it's going to have to wait until I get home in five weeks. But uh, you know, uh, it, it it varies back and forth. Every couple of years, I usually switch back and forth between guitar and piano. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, let me ask you another thing. Um, 
recently I got to see, okay, I don't think it was a real version, uh, DVD of the Tiki tour you did with uh, Todd. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, how difficult is it to relearn songs that you've played a million times in a different style? Um, it's actually not as hard as it, uh, it's not that hard at all, um, because you know the song uh, a certain way, and it's not, as, it's not a question of changing the, the, the structure of the song so much as it is changing the way you play it. So, it, it, and it kind of like, it breathes a little bit of new life into the song, because you're not doing it the way you're used to doing it, you're doing it a different way, you're still playing the same chords. You're still playing the same notes and singing the same lyrics and melody, but um, you're you're just putting a different um, feel to it. So um, it's it's a lot of fun doing that. We, I, I had a lot of fun doing that. Oh, cool! I I loved it. I that was one tour that I happened to miss. I'm I don't know why. Maybe you didn't come through Dallas. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure if we played Dallas or not. Well, y'all don't play Dallas enough. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. It seems I, it, I I can remember in the in the late seventies or mid seventies and early eighties, we played. We always stopped in Dallas, but um, even with Meatloaf too. But uh, recently, I, I haven't been in Dallas in a while. Well, you need you have an invitation. Come on back. Well, soon enough. Cruise mail. <laughs> Before you know it, we'll be in Dallas. Cruise mail. Sounds uh, like they'll need to work your promoters a little better over there in Dallas. There you go. <laughs> We're putting it on. It's not on Chasm anymore. It's not on Todd. It's on the people of the towns they're in. So you got to start trying to get the promoters to bring them in if you want. You tell them, Doug. That's it. You've got to sell, 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 sell. That's right. That's, that's too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know what? We work best under pressure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, listen, Chasm, you keep those YouTube videos coming because oh, yeah, they're I'm, really I'm, fun. I'm going to work up a whole new batch for this next uh, meatloaf run. Good, good deal. Okay. All right. All right, listen, great talking to you. You too. I'll I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Cruise Mail from Texas. We've got Texas, Alabama, New York all on the line, and now we've got somebody from area code 781. You're with us. Oh, I am. Yeah. That was fast. (laughs) Good. Well, Kasim, this is Grady. Hey, Grady. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good been really enjoying this show i i gotta say i don't know what you take for brain food but but you've got one of the fastest brains in a conversation and you're so you're so open and real that that it, it really you're just a surprising personality for somebody now 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 you business. you now you got to be honest you're just saying this so you can get up and sing another song with me at my next solo show <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that true? Is that you're just buttering me up? No. So the next because... time I see you, I say, you know, Grady, you're such a wonderful guy, man. Why don't you come up and do another song with me? Because Grady came down, he saw me in Florida, and uh, and I had him come up and uh, and sing One World with me. And he was actually, he said, because uh, we spoke about doing another song at first, and it didn't work out that that's, that uh, that he did that song. So I said, why don't you come and sing One World? And you know him being the professional that he is. They said, "Sure, absolutely." Meanwhile, he had to he had to get the lyrics um, on the inter- from the internet on his BlackBerry, <laughs> and he's reading the lyrics off of his BlackBerry as he's doing the song with me, and he did a fantastic job. That work. This is Grady Motes, right? The infamous uh, Grady Motes. I'm not infamous, I don't uh-huh. think. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard about you. A lot of people said Grady Motes. You've been to a lot of shows, right? 
Yeah, but you know, I mean, I mean, I I bought into this uh, utopia Todd Rundgren Chasm Sultan thing way, 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 way back. Well, you started as a Cars fan, correct? No, 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 no. Oh. I, I I was I was into the very first Utopia album. Um, I was a Todd fan back in in the days of a Wizard of True Star. See, I was a top forty DJ in the Deep South too. Uh-huh. Uh, back in the late sixties, early seventies, I've I've actually got an air check of me playing a cut off of a Wizard of True Star and saying this is one of the best songs out right now. That was and, a great uh, record. Yeah, it 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 really was. But, you know, I mean, there's so much good music that has come out of you guys over the years that now, no matter what genre of music I'm in the mood for listening to, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, why go listen to something else? Because you guys have, have made a definitive statement. I mean, you guys did that, uh, that uh, Bossa Nova thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, Yeah, well, we just spoke about that. I know, I was listening. It's, it's yeah. like, no matter what kind of music I'm in the mood for listening to, I can go and pull something that you guys have done, and and it just takes me away. Yeah, um, we we certainly you know covered a lot of bases with the uh, in terms of like you know the, the genres that we played in mm-hmm. and uh, the different kinds of records that we did. Um, we never really stuck to one formula. We were always doing something different, which you know on one hand um, you know was to our detriment because nobody could ever label us or um or or expect anything from us the only thing anybody could ever really expect from us was that we were going to do something different next time exactly but you see when you get to be my age and i'm 60 this month oh congratulations thank you very much you get to the point where um you want a new vegetable and they just aren't making anymore the last new vegetable they came out with was brocca flour and boy that that sucked (laughs) yeah well we won't go there okay (laughs) speaking of that though um the rumor is out that todd is working on an album of arena rock type stuff yeah and i can't think of a better rhythm section to play on that kind of a tour with todd than you and prairie so I don't know. Maybe this is premature, and maybe you can't talk about it, even if there is some rumblings. But if if Todd finishes that album and and he does do a tour behind it, uh, you think you guys will be on board? Well, as long as um, as long as I have my druthers, you know, as long as I have my way with my with my life, mm-hmm. um, and it's not being taken up by somebody else, um, then I'll be there. Uh, I'm planning on doing it. Uh, I've told Todd that I wanted to do it. I've uh, I've made mention on a couple of websites that uh, that's my plan is to uh, is to tour with Todd. I don't think he's going to be touring with that until sometime in the middle uh, of next year. Yeah. So uh, if it do- if it does happen, and I'm uh, I'm expecting it to happen, it won't be until. The, the earliest, the summer of uh, 08. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's still got to put three-quarters of that thing together, you know. And, uh, and I, also, I, I also made sure that he knew that um, that more than anything I wanted to play on the record. So oh, we'll yeah. see what happens. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, the uh, when I asked him about playing living sometime, he said, you know, uh, that just needs a a different instrumentation than than we can do on stage right now. That really goes into an arena rock kind of a presentation. But mm-hmm. maybe someday I'll, I'll I'll get it out there. So, 
Well, we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. um, he's always, he's always full of surprises. <laughs> yeah. I um, uh, also just one, one more thing. I wanted to tell you that um, the you were speaking from the heart down in Fort Lauderdale there, um, and and um, it it really reached me. And and I just hope that someday your your story can help other people. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Okay, no more said, but thank you very much for everything, and uh, I'll see you on the road soon. Grady, you're the best, man. Don't ever change. <laughs> you said that last time. <laughs> Good night. I say that to people I care about. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. We care about you, too. All right, man. Bye. Hey, Grady, thanks for calling. Grady Motes. All right. I heard that story about him getting on stage. That must have been a lot of fun for him. Yeah, it was. It was It was a guest. We had a good time. Very good, very good. Okay, we've got uh, some more callers lined up, including somebody from 718. I'm going to guess you, well, you're in a pretty big place. But we're going to start with uh, 434. Hey, that's Bill Bricker. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Hi, Bill. Hey, Kazim. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Oh, I am miraculously still awake. <laughs> I was up all night um, finishing the ad for Rolling Stone for 40 Years of Todd. So um, and I put that off in the mail, and now I pray. Well, um, that's great, man. Congratulations. Yeah, I pray that all those names will be legible. So that'll be the next thing. So well, I'm sure you. Um, you know, I'm sure somebody got their name called wrong. Um, I was thinking about when you're going to be on what I would want to ask you, and I think when we were talking to. Uh, Todd Reynolds from um, Ethel. From Ethel. Formerly. And um, last week, and I asked him this question too. It's related to you. you. You live in all these different worlds with doing all the work you do with Meatloaf, and I know that you're very involved with his all of that production. And I, I wonder if you could kind of contrast, um, you know, Meatloaf's audience and performing for him, and then the performances with Todd's audiences and your own audiences in terms of. How you think those uh, those get along, and what kind of what kind of experiences you have from them that they're different or alike? What kind of experiences are different or alike? Yeah, with the, with the audiences, and what what sort of predicated talking was that Ethel did this thing, and Todd was and Todd Reynolds was talking about how there was Joe Jackson's audience and Todd's audience, and they were basically kind of compatible. Yeah. And I remember when Utopia did a tour with the Tubes. Yeah. It was kind of a weird. Mix that didn't quite click. Mm. So see, I, I mean, would I think just, the opposite. I would, I would think that uh, you know, Todd and Joe. Yeah, I can see that. Um, but I also, uh, I, I thought that the Tubes and the and Utopia had a similar audience. Um, although, you know, having said that, I can see where somebody might think, no, it really was kind of like a little bit of oil and water. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, I mean, comparing Utopia and or Todd or uh, and uh, that the the bands that I work with with Todd uh, to Meatloaf is it's kind of I don't know it's apples and oranges you know uh, Meatloaf tends to have a uh, the the similarity is that you know there's a there's a big cult following with Meat uh, you know there are people that. Have you know listened to Paradise by the Dashboard Light since 1978, and uh, still you know live and die by that song, um, and and it affects them on a certain level, just like Bad Out of Hell does, and uh, took the words right out of my mouth. And two out of three ain't bad. You know you got to remember too that those are all 
you say meatloaf songs, but they're really Jim Steinman songs. Right. They were really written by Jim, and and it's Jim's lyrics and Jim's melody, and it's really Jim that uh, that you know came up with the ideas. And and granted, Meat is the vehicle for the songs, um, but the ideas for the songs you know came from uh, from Jim, and and I think that that Jim is a big uh, Todd fan, and. Um, you know, loved the way Todd writes and Todd's lyrics and Todd's melodies, um, but took it to... Todd tends to be a little bit more um, ethereal and esoteric when it comes to uh, to putting emotions in a song and how he, you know, how uh, somebody else can understand it and relate to it in terms of their own lives, whereas Jim and me tend to be a lot more visceral, a lot more lowest common denominator, you know, a lot more... Um, uh, yeah, just like from the gut, whereas Todd, no. meat, meat, and Jim are, for, are mainly from the gut, whereas Todd is from the head. Yeah, I just saw uh, this long show with Meatloaf uh, a couple of weekends ago, and there actually was a question from Todd on there, um, and Ellen Foley too, and they were talking about when they were first pitching the idea, performing Paradise, um, yeah, by the Dashboard Light. In the audience, in the offices yeah. of the record execs, and basically not doing themselves any favors because it, it, they, that they uh, were actually involved in. Um, yeah, I mean they they, they pretty much like got into a down. you know like yeah. like semi pornographic uh, yeah. position right in, there. in, in but, record executive offices. Hmm. So go figure. Um, but like with. One of the things that Todd, Todd Reynolds said was that he found Joe Jackson was very meticulous about always the same every night. This, yeah. is, the set, this is what he did, and then Todd will mix it up. Yeah. Does Meatloaf mix it up? No, Meatloaf I mean, I doesn't mix it up. Shows. Meatloaf is, uh, you know, he finds something that works, and, you know, I mean, he might tweak it here and there, change a few little things here and there, but for the most part, you know, once you have a show, that's the show, and it doesn't change. Seems very, it seems very theatrical and a lot of staging and important elements to it. Yeah, I mean, for me, you know, everything, every, every, everybody's positioning and where you're standing and where you, what you're doing at any given time is all kind of, I don't want to say choreographed, but it's all kind of worked out beforehand. And uh, you know, he has uh, he has a, 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 a theater background, so he knows what he wants and he knows how he wants it to look and. It's almost as important uh, as how it looks as how it sounds. Okay. Excellent. Meatloaf tour, and you're going to Germany to do that tomorrow, right? Uh, I leave tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for keeping you up on that. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I, uh, I appreciate you being on, certainly, and everybody else does. We've got some more calls. Bill, appreciate you giving us a call. This is area code 613. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Good. Hi, Kate. It's Mother Jugs. <laughs> you know, I, I, I thought you it know was who good. I am. Yeah, sure, I know who you are. <laughs> okay, Chasm, I got a question for you. Okay, how's Canada? Cold. Yeah. Uh, okay. Very, very, very cold, like six degrees. Oh, lovely! <laughs> it's only the middle of October, too. Yeah. Oh, it's it's awful. Yes. Do you ever have days where you think you've had enough and find it hard to walk away? I find it hard to walk away. Yeah. Um, like just to get up. If I if, uh, if just to get up. Yeah. Um, like, like to pack the whole music business in. The music pack the music business in. Yeah. Uh, 
I, you know, I mean, honestly, yeah, sure, of course. You know, I mean, uh, it's you know, I'm not I'm not breaking any attendance records. You know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not you know I don't have the I don't have a helicopter landing on the back of my yacht. Um, you know, it's a struggle every day, uh, but it's it's what I do. It's what I love doing. It's what I feel that I've been put on this earth to do, and um, I'll probably be doing it until I'm not here anymore. So uh, why bother fighting? <laughs> I just, just do you see yourself you know, in a wheelchair doing it? <laughs> do I picture myself in a wheelchair doing it? Um, no, I'm too vain for that. Oh, come on. No. Will you ever come closer, like Kingston? Kingston, Ontario? Yes. Uh, is that by Hamilton? No. No? I, I oh, knew that. Three I hours the other it. way. Um, <laughs> don't ask me which way. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I would love, to, like I said a couple of calls ago, uh, I would love to play every single place that, that that has at least one person that would come to a show, but... You know, it's just not humanly possible. So uh, I can get as close as I can get, and I can't get any closer. All right. So, gonna, you know, you're going to have to come to Toronto again, probably. There you go. I'm going to say it once again. If you want them in your area, you have to talk a promoter into bringing them in your yeah, area. Yeah, there you That's go. That's the new strategy we're starting on the show. All I, say, all I need, all I need <laughs> is a couple of Snapples and, uh, and you know, um, a, a jar of honey, and I'm good. Isn't there, uh, anywhere. I think I read somewhere there's some kind of chocolate you like. The uh, Chocolate? Toblerones or something. Toblerone? I'm, yeah. I like them, but yeah. I'm, I, that's, I'm not known for that. I, okay. I, maybe I am. I don't know. I think so. I mean, oh, okay. Somebody's starting a rumor, I guess. Oh, okay, good. Okay, hey, thanks for the call. we got another call from 718. Yeah. Uh, yep. Me? That's you. Yep, you. Hey, it's Karen, Brooklyn girl. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hey, how, how are you doing? I'm good. How's everything? Pretty good. Cool. Um, I have a question for you about okay. your CD, about the old side CD. Okay. Did you write that, all the little script in there? Yes. Well, you mean my handwriting? Yes. No, that is not my handwriting. Okay. No, that's a font. Okay. No, but all those right. are my words. So I know those are your words. <laughs> <laughs> this publicist did that. Yeah. Well, number right, one, exactly. I want to say... I just okayed it. <laughs> you just okayed it. Yeah, well, yeah it sure, send it out. Don't worry about it. Next. Excuse me? <laughs> what? What did you... I'm being, I'm is, being silly. I know. Um, it is very neat handwriting. Yeah, However, it is, my isn't it? arms aren't long enough to read it. I have to keep pulling it away. Well, you know, that's you see, that's the bad thing about CDs. That's what I hate about CDs. <laughs> I used to love getting a, 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 an LP and opening it up if it was a gatefold, or yes. you know, turning it over and reading all the fine print on the back. And you didn't, you know, it, you didn't have to be, um, uh, you know, 15 years old in order to see it without your reading glasses. <laughs> and with this stuff. We had the original cover was uh, we had actually enlarged the font. It was a little bit smaller. Oh my God! Um, so I had uh, I had Dave make the font just a little bit larger. But um, yeah, I have a problem reading this stuff. Okay, you know, so, uh, so it's not just you. Okay, good. So next time you could put a little magnifying glass in there. Well, you know, I'm thinking of doing that. From now on, I'm going to enclose a little, you know, one of those things they have in the supermarket that you can that you use. I was just in a pharmacy <laughs> where they have like the magnifying glass on the, um, uh, like on a chain on the shelf so that you can read the fine print on the medicines and stuff. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Anyway, go. I just really want to say hello and wish you luck on the tour. Well, thank you so much, sweetheart, and um, keep, keep your eye out for the New York shows that oh, come God, up in yeah. February. Definitely, especially right. in the winter. I'm there. Okay, good. Okay, and you all have right. fun, all right? All right, honey. Thanks for calling. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Hey, did you play, 
I'm not sure if you were with them. Were you with the cars in the New York show with the rotating stage? Uh, no, I, I didn't get to that show. That you, I'm sure you've been there. Uh, yeah, I've played Westbury a bunch of times. It's a pretty famous place uh, in uh, in the New York area. A lot of bands play there. It's it's not the best venue in the world to play, but it's it, it's kind of you know like everybody has to do it. You, know, yeah. you always play Westbury Music Fair, and I don't even know if it's called Westbury Music Fair anymore. But uh, the the uh, theater in the round. Okay. Yeah, they copied Hugh Hefner's band. Actually, one time I played there. Um, there was a uh, a pipe had burst in the ceiling, and uh, and every time, every time the stage rotated around <laughs> to the keyboards, Roger Powell would like he was going absolutely berserk, <laughs> trying to keep water off the keyboards. Because you know, I mean, if it gets on an amplifier, it's no big deal, but if it gets on a keyboard, the show is over. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Utopia had played there, um, and um, we uh, yeah we were going pretty nuts that night. Yeah, so that that could have caused a serious accident. Speaking of, I know there was one you had with Utopia, and I don't know if you've had a chance to see the Lego video that's on uh, YouTube. Have you seen it? Uh, was that the uh, uh, espresso video? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hilarious. saw that. That's cute. <laughs> I guess you caught yourself falling backwards, right? No, I didn't. I didn't see that part. Uh, you got to watch it I again. I must have missed it. Yeah, towards the end, you're, you're playing there, you and Todd, and all of a sudden you, you fall off the stage. And oh, well, that was when I broke my foot. Yeah, I think they're kind of taking a little crack yeah. at that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Funny stuff. I'm having a little joke at my expense. <laughs> that yeah, hurts. That's how it goes. All right, we've got uh, another caller from 425. 425. Hello. Hello. Hi, Chasm. Yes. I've uh, been a long time a fan of Todd's and yours, of course, but I'm interested in uh, hearing your story about how you came up from New York, uh, I think playing with Cherry Vanilla and yeah. people like that, and yeah. got the opportunity to uh, come into Utopia at uh-huh. a pretty young age. Yeah. And, uh, how uh, I mean, it's, it, it's pretty. Well, it, it's been pretty well documented. I, it's part of my bio, and uh, and it all starts with uh, <clears throat> with a very very close friend of mine, Tommy Morangello, who um, is now uh, is a great musician. But he's he, he's a, a guitar tech for. He's been a Bob Dylan's guitar tech for the past uh, twelve years, uh, up until just recently. Um, and we were really close when I was uh, uh, in my middle teens, um, and he, uh, we both had another mutual friend, a uh, guy by the name of Earl Slick, who was the first one of our group to really kind of break out of the Staten Island music scene and make it out outside of this little um, enclave here. Uh, and he started playing with David Bowie on the Diamond Dogs tour. Um, so... You know, when somebody gets a gig like that, it's like everybody gets you know really excited because it's like one of your own has really made it big. And he was uh, in between tours with David and working on his uh, solo material and going over to England to to do some tracks. Uh, and uh, called up Tommy Morangello to ask him for a ride to the airport. Tommy Morangello came by my house first. And said, "I have to take Slick to the airport. Would you mind? You know, do you want to feel like taking a ride to JFK?" Um, and I lived about maybe three or four blocks away from where Slick lived, 
So I said, sure, I'm not doing anything. What, you know, what the hell? We both went over to Slick's house, and then as soon as we walked in the door, Slick said to both of us, he said, Does, do either one of you want to play bass, want to play bass with Todd Rundgren? And, uh, and I said, I'd, yeah, I'll play bass with Todd Rundgren. Um, and Tom Marangello said, you know what, you should, uh, that's something that you would, you would be great at. Why don't you try it? And I, and I kind of said, no, why don't we both do it? And he said, no, 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 you do it. So Slick told me that I had to call Michael Kamen up. Now, Michael Kamen um, was the piano player with David Bowie at the time and also part of uh, uh, a band called the New York Rock Ensemble that at one point had John Siegler as a bass player. <clears throat> Michael was very close with Roger Powell, uh, and Michael knew me as the piano player with Cherry Vanilla um, and actually kind of uh, gave me a few lessons, uh, piano lessons. He's an ab ab absolutely brilliant musician. He passed away about three years ago, three and a half, four years ago. Um, so Slick said to me, oh, God, this story is just so convoluted. Uh, Slick said to me, uh, if you want to, to audition, call Michael Kamen up, tell him you're interested, and he'll, uh, he'll, do the, he'll put the wheels in motion. Get to JFK, put a quarter in the, uh, in the pay phone, called up Michael Kamen, told Michael that I was interested in auditioning for Todd. Michael said, didn't know that you were a bass player. I thought you were just a keyboard player. He said, but if you play bass, um, I'll recommend you to uh, Roger Powell. So the next day, my phone rang, and it was Roger inviting me up to Woodstock. I borrowed $20 from my uncle because I didn't have a job, and um, I wasn't working. Uh, and my uncle loaned me 20 bucks, took an Adirondack Trailways bus from Port Authority up to Woodstock, got picked up in Kingston by Roger, driven up to Todd's house, uh, spent the day learning um, initiation. Um, what other song did I learn? I think black and white, and a couple of other things. Um, and then the next day, Todd uh, arrived back home. He was mopeding across India at the time by himself. Um, he came back. We played, and I did a couple of songs on the piano by myself to um, kind of showcase my voice. And Todd said. Uh, I want Tony Sales back in the band. And Tony Sales was the bass player before me, uh, or be before John Siegler left, uh, because that's who the, the, this new bass player was going to replace would, would be John Siegler. Um, so uh, Roger and, and Willie said, well, we don't want Tony Sales in the band. We want Kasim back. We, we think that Kasim would be a really good um, addition to the band. And unless you want to find another bass player, another drummer and keyboard player, then uh, you better uh, take Casim in the band. So Todd begrudgingly took me into the band, so as not to upset the apple cart with Roger and Willie. And the rest is history. I spent the first two years kind of trying to make Todd like me, and uh, <laughs> now you've succeeded. Now we're best friends. Yeah. Well, now, that's, a, that, that, that's a great story, Chasm. Uh, yeah. uh, um, very, very interesting. You were a pretty young guy at that point, weren't you? I had just turned 20. Just turned 20? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen you in Seattle many times with the Utopia and, and Todd and everything else, and, uh, you know, you were just the right, uh, the right in... in uh, yeah, it could work you, out. You were the first... I, 
perfect person, you know. I think it, it you know, it really worked out, and and you know, uh, Todd, um, you know, uh, much to his chagrin, uh, would probably have to admit that uh, the four-man utopia with with Roger, uh, Willie, Todd, and myself was the definitive version of utopia. Not to not to disparage any previous versions of utopia; right. they were all right, great right. in their own right. But there was just something about the chemistry of the four of us that made yeah. that band really special to well, I a think lot of he, people. I think when he pared it down after the big Utopia thing, you know, with uh, all the players, uh, uh, M. Frog Labat yeah. and, and uh, Mugi, a great and drummer, I'll tell you. Elman and uh, you yeah, know, Ralph Kevin Elman. I mean, some great music. You know, Luther Vandross was in Utopia at one point. I didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, Luther was one well, of the background singers. Well, he's a background singer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. David, David Lasley. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there were, there were I mean, a ton He went of on to uh, uh, sing with uh, James Taylor for years. Yeah, still does, as a matter of fact. I see. Hey, 425, we didn't get your name. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we were just in, in Seattle. I know. I saw you up at the casino, baby. Oh, cool. All right. I, I, apparently, you were uh, had a little... Uh, I problem that. Well, you know what happened, um, and then and and this was confirmed by a friend of mine in Chicago who had the same problem. There was something in the uh, in that in that dump of a hotel in Las Vegas that we played in that they washed their sheets with that irritated my eyes so bad that I wound up having to go to the hospital for it. Wow. Yeah. Not good. Don't stay there again. No, I'm not going. <laughs> Lesson to. learned. If I do, I'll bring my own sheets. All right. Hey, Seattle. Thanks for calling. Take care, man. We've got a call from nine seven eight. Nine seven eight. You're with us. Hello. 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 Hi, Cass. Hi. This is Mike. Uh, Mike D on the forums and on two websites. You probably might have seen my reviews and pictures I took. I uh, got to say hello briefly to you at. Uh, the New Haven show you did solo show last year. Oh, okay, cool. Um, hoping you can make it up to the Northeast one time again oh, with a solo show. At least one time. Yeah. Yep. Um, what I'd really love to see is you with a band doing your songs. You know, love to see I, you know you and Doug and a bass player and a drummer. It would be great. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to to work that into my next round of solo shows, and that's one of the main reasons that I didn't. Uh, that I wound up putting. I, originally, I was supposed to do some shows as soon as I got black, back off the road with Meatloaf at the end of November. I was going to put um, some solo shows between December 10th and December 20th or 22nd, and it just wasn't enough time for me to do anything different. And I'm and I got a little tired of doing it the same way over and over again. So I think what's going to happen is that uh, along with working on some new material in January and December. Uh, I'll also work on getting some other musicians to come out with me, whether it'll be you know, another guitar player or two guitar players or a percussionist and a guitar player. I'm not entirely sure right now, but um, it will be something different. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, well, my wife and I drove two and a half hours to see you at New Haven. We drive further than that to see you with a band, that's for sure. Well, I, I really appreciate that, man. I really, really do. You don't know how much it means to me. Well, listening to you talking on this show is great because it's just like your shows where you tell stories between songs and everything. Uh, yeah, your shows you know are such I a great time. I'm, I'm, I'm rapidly running out of stories. I, you know, I gotta, <laughs> <laughs> I We're going to wear you out because you've got a couple more callers. Yeah. Well, let's play some music in a minute and give them a break. And I know well, you know, bathroom break people probably need as well. Well, thanks a lot for all the music you've created and given us over the years, Cass. Thanks a lot, Mike. 
Mike B. from trconnection.com. We haven't mentioned him. That's the first time on the show we've gone this long without mentioning that great website. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Sure. All right, Mike B., man. Thanks for calling us. Um, all right, now, the twin twins, one of the twins called earlier, and yeah. they're calling back, so I'm going to take a guess that maybe this is the other one. Okay. Maybe not. Twins, you're back. 763. Hey, it's us again. Hey, all right. <laughs> yep. Um, you guys are watching. Somebody's going to think something's going on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, there were a couple of things that I forgot to mention in my last call. Yeah. One one question is, you know how I've been doing these musical arrangements. Would you mind too terribly if I arranged the song you wrote, Love Alone? Um, no, like not at all. Of course not. No, no. You, you, you know, have at it, man. Yeah, I'd Make have a great time doing that. And, uh, it's such a great song that I'm sure everybody would enjoy. Now, how old are you? Uh, I am 16. You're 16, and you're listening to Utopia, and you like Love Alone. You see, now, uh, <laughs> why can't there be a million other of you? <laughs> that would be so good for me. Yeah. Oh, what, are your, what are your buddies thinking in uh, high school about Utopia? Um, well, they haven't heard a whole lot of Utopia yet, but what they heard of Love is the Answer when we introduced it in class one day, they absolutely loved. And I'm sure, and I've shown the song Love Alone to a couple of people, actually, and um, they found it to be a very enjoyable song to listen to, and I'm sure they'll find it just as enjoyable, if not even more enjoyable, to perform. There you go. So, Spread the word to the youth of America. Yeah, as well. Kaz, I'd just yeah. like to let you know that um, as well as arranging music, I write my own, and i got to say that through the years of listening to your music, I can't say that I've found a much better influence to have on my writing than you. Well, thank you very, very much. That's really a sweet thing to say, and I really appreciate it. And you and your brother are two of the sweetest guys in the whole world, and you should, you should go through the rest of your life being this nice. Oh, uh, no doubt. Now, on that note, you've got to come to Minnesota. Uh, I'm sure I will. <laughs> All right, All right, let me repeat. If you want him in Minnesota, you got to get a promoter to get him over there. Yep. That's a new strategy. You That's can do good. it. Make, right. the whole, make the whole high school go over to a promoter and say, yeah. we will all come to the show if you all want right. to bring I'll it. I'll do that. good in school. Yeah. Oh, I, I will. Get Thank a real you. job. <laughs> <laughs> Pay for your own insurance. All right. All right. We got uh, another caller here from 212. 212, you're with us. Hello. Two one two, two one two. All right, we're having a couple people. Or, uh, call us back two one two. I'm gonna let you try to get on here, and I'll just keep on talking here. I wanted to ask you, Kaz. Uh, you, you mentioned I read that you had uh, maybe you had a record this year with three tours, but by my count, you actually had four tours. Uh, how do you figure? All right, Meatloaf, Todd Solo, yeah, TNC, and your solo. Uh, Meatloaf, Todd Solo. New cars, yeah, four. There you Did go. I say that? Did yeah. I say? I didn't. You say said four. three. I said three. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm wondering if you, you, you know, you sounded like it kind of uh, had had worn you out. Would you do it again? Uh, would I do it again? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'd do it yeah. again. I am doing it again. Um, do I'll it do again. it next year. I mean, I mean, in '08, if I go out with Meatloaf uh, in February and March, and then I go out with Todd in uh, uh, over the summer, and then uh, do some my my own solo shows. There's there's three down right there. So you think the cars, new cars, will tour again? Oh uh, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, I think so. It's just a question of, uh, you know, um, just when everybody uh, has an opening in the schedule. I mean, really, it, it's it's difficult to do anything without Todd. So 
unless Todd is uh, available and can do it, uh, there's really not a whole lot of sense in trying to replace him mm-hmm. because it works so well with uh, with the current lineup that it is. So this is an odd hypothetical. But what if Rick Ocasek said he would come back? Would well, you still tour you know, with him? Uh, would would you I think? tour with them? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Right. I, I love Elliot and Greg and Prairie and. Uh, I have a great time with those guys, and uh, I'm sure Todd wouldn't mind at all. But you know, um, I I don't know that Rick would do it. Yeah, I hope not. I like the group you got. <laughs> I hope y'all yeah, do it again. I enjoyed it. It's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> it's great. I mean, yeah. it's a really fun show. And uh, is it is it uh, difficult to go out on so many tours playing other people's music when you know you want to write your own? You're thinking about that in the back of your head, and you have tours that you do yourself, and you get to have a little more intimate relationship with your fans on those. Is it tough doing that a lot? You know, it gets a little tough. It's not. It's not. I don't know if I classify it as tough doing it. It's. Um, it's. A, it, it, it. There are days when it gets frustrating. Let me put it like that. There are days when I wish that I was, you know, playing in front of ten thousand people by myself uh, or with my band, um, and uh, you know, uh, in the driver's seat as opposed to being a passenger. But. Uh, you know, until then, um, I, I'm just thankful that I'm able to do what I do with who I, with the people that I do it with, and uh, you know, just take it a step at a time. Keep on keeping on. All right, we got two one two. Let's try it again. Two one two, you with us? No. Two one two, you got you got a call from another phone or something because something is not happening. All right, let's try five one five eight five. Excuse me. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? We yeah. can. Because I can't get you on my computer. Okay. So I, I just. Well, we'll be right over to fix that problem. <laughs> oh well, you know it's a it's a Macintosh compatibility. Ah. Thing. It's a Mac compatibility issue. What yeah. browser are you running? Safari. Safari. Why don't you try um, Mozilla? I have that, but I it defaults to Safari. I prefer Safari. Yeah, but you might want to try Mozilla just for this. Well, it I might will work next a time. A little bit better. I know Safari has some issues. Yeah. Yeah. I will try that next time. Thanks for yeah. the tip. Sure. That'll be $10, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll send it right over. This, okay. is, uh, this is Veggie Girl. Who? Veggie Girl. Veggie Girl? Veggie Girl. Veggie Girl from TRC Connection. The Veggie right. Girl. Yeah. Veggie cool. Girl, yeah. Vegetarian. What's the Vegan. Vegetarian, what's the vegetable of the day uh, today? I had broccoli and zucchini for dinner. Right. Mm. See, I'm not a big zucchini fan, although I love zucchini flowers. Have you ever heard of broccoli broccoli flower? Broccoli flower. No, it's, um, it's a new music apparently. <laughs> broccoli <girl. laughs> it's taught us about tonight. <laughs> well, if you couldn't hear your computer, you missed that part. So, anyway. Yeah, I just well, I have a bird in my attic, so I'm dealing with that. Oh, you have wow. a bird in your attic. Yeah, but I had to I had to come down and, and talk to Chasm. Chasm, I've met you a couple times. Okay. House of Guitars in Rochester. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 yeah well, that's so. not too far from you, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Two, you're in 215? No, I'm 585. Five, 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 Excuse me. That was my 585. Oh, okay. Five, I should have said 585. Five. Oh, okay. There we go. 585. <laughs> well, um, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, last time I was in House of Guitars, gosh, geez, was a, a little while ago. 2004, I want to Yeah, say. well, it's not, not that long ago, three and a half years. Yeah. yeah. You bought a guitar. I did buy a guitar. And I think Todd played it that night. Uh, I think he loved it. <laughs> I thought he was going to take your guitar from you. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember him playing it, but yeah. it was green. I, I remember my, my green Gretsch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he played, or maybe he played it the next time I saw you guys on the. Maybe, show. yeah. 
Hey, Chasm, you know if those six guitars have sold that they created with your name on? Uh, I know a few of them are. Very nice. Yeah, the, the, those are the special edition K bases. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Only six available. Well, actually, there's only like three available right now. There's three sold. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Nice. So I'm just I'm a big fan. And Thank I had to you call so much, Colin. And please come back to Rochester. Um, I'm sure I will. I'm I sure I will. So, I loved seeing you here, and I, I I waited around to meet you afterwards after your really great show, but um, I I think my stomach was growling and I had to go, and I guess I had just missed you. Well, you so. obviously you didn't eat enough zucchini that morning. <laughs> But I just had to call and, and, and say, you know, I love your voice. Well, I appreciate you calling. Thank you very, very much. Thanks for calling, Veggie Girls. It's about time you called us now. I know, I know. I'll give you grief about that. And you can listen to the archives if you can find a decent browser and figure out what the situation well, is. I can listen to the archives. It yeah. Was, it was listening live. But, you there know, you now I'll have, to, I'll have to go to Firefox and try it. All right. You want to listen? It's been a good show. All right. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Very good. Kaz, I'm sorry for wearing you out. Oh, We've got ten more minutes live. Like, I'm losing it over here. <laughs> you doing all right? We got a couple more callers, believe it or not. We'll probably have some more for it. all said. You tell me when you get sick of it, because we can actually go. Well, we only got another 15 minutes, so yeah, uh, well. and then and then I got to put my son to bed. I got you. All right, we won't keep you from family time. All right, so I actually got about nine minutes remaining. Yeah. So if anybody else wants to call, you better get in on it. Six four six seven one six nine two six two. We're gonna try two one two one more time. Two one two. Come on, two one two. We know you want to talk. Are you there? I don't know what's going on with that. That's pretty cool. I don't either. All right. It looks like uh, I think this may be cruiser mail again. Is that you? Yeah, I wasn't done. <laughs> All right. Did I hang up on you? No, no, no. I just I I started thinking I wanted to let other people talk. So I appreciate it. Well, you're actually there's no one else in queue other than two one two can't apparently can't turn off their unmute button or something. Uh, so you're good. <laughs> you got nine minutes right now. Oh, no, the pressure again. I can't deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, Chasm, I I did want to ask you, um, when I saw you last, I told you about a young man, a young musician named Alec Razor, and I was wondering if you got a chance to uh, check out his stuff. I did, and I thought his stuff was okay. Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, It sounded to me like he... uh, he needs to mature a little bit, but it sounded like he was on the right track. Um, and, uh, you know, it was certainly uh, interesting stuff to listen to. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Oh, well, good. I'm glad you checked it out. I, I appreciate that. I don't, he was a guest on Doug's show a few weeks ago, and um, he's, he's very green, but I, I think he's got, he shows some promise. Sure, he's yeah. only 17 years old, so he's, he's uh, hopefully he'll figure it out. Yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you, you said something when you were talking about talking or playing with Meatloaf that you'd love to be playing, you know, 10,000-seat arenas and stuff like that. I wanted to ask you, what do you prefer, playing the big arenas and or playing the like the venue in Vegas where you messed your eyes up or um, <laughs> or like a solo show? Um, well, I mean, I, I really enjoy the solo shows. I really, really enjoy playing uh, playing the solo stuff, but uh, you know, it's always nice to get in front of a, 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 a big crowd and have a nice, huge stage to run around with uh, a bunch of people, you know, making noise behind you. Um, but it, for me personally, in the solo stuff, it doesn't really it, it doesn't work like that. So, uh, in the meantime, I just got to, you know, I got to do do what I do and. Um, 
it's it's fine. I, I I love playing the small, little, intimate places. It's just you know, it gives me a chance to to say hello to people, uh, get get up close and personal, and uh, you know, it's uh, that's what I do. It doesn't really matter to me. You know, it could be twenty people and it could be twenty thousand people. It's uh, it's all the same. It's all good. You just you just have a passion for playing, I guess. Uh, well, you know, it's it's it's. Uh, I, it's a, it's a good thing I can play because I can't do anything else. So <laughs> don't quit your day job, right? Uh, so you know it's not like I can go, you know, become a plumber or anything like that. It ain't gonna happen anytime soon. All right, Cruiser Mary, I got to cut you off. We got six minutes. We got four callers. If uh, we're gonna cut it off here, the last caller is gonna be five oh nine. If we go off live, we can go just we can go a few more minutes for the archive. If Castle will hang with us, so we can knock these four callers out because I want to make sure. Hopefully, yeah. we really probably should have done two or three shows. You, you're uh, you're really getting a lot of calls, and I haven't even hardly had. Well, a we can do it again. You know, right, we can do it again before the uh, holidays, maybe. Very nice. I like it. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go to four two five. You got a couple of minutes. Um, well. Here we go, switchboard's acting up again. Uh, there we go, 425. Hello. Hey. Hello. I talked to you earlier. I'm going to put you on hold then, all right? Okay. All right, yeah. It's people getting greedy here now. All right, 304. Hi. You're a new caller. <laughs> Hi, Kaz. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not a new caller. All right, hey, I'm going to put you on hold, all right? All right. We're going to make sure everybody gets See, this is. This I tried to write them down, but you have like twenty like something really callers. I'm a lot more popular than I really am because these people <laughs> just keep calling back. You know, they're like they're going, man. I should have said this. <laughs> I do that all the time. All right, five zero one. You're a new caller, right? Yes. All right. Let us hear it. What you got? Hello, Kaz. Hi. Uh, this is Gio. Hi, Gio. How you doing? Uh, you had said on your website that when you went to Europe with Meatloaf one time that you did some street playing. Yes. That you tried some busking. I did busk, uh, and uh, <laughs> you never really elaborated on how that how that went. So I'm uh, gonna not too good actually. <laughs> oh, okay. I went up. We were uh, we were playing in um, in Antwerp. It was uh, the night of the Proms tour with uh, with Meatloaf, and I don't know if you know what that concert series is about, but it's every year they do uh, they 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 pick like three or four artists and they. Uh, they had them play with a um, with a 52-piece orchestra. Um, oh, no, actually, an 84-piece orchestra with a 52-piece choir. Wow. Uh, and um, they asked Meatloaf to do it one year, and he said, yeah. And if, what it is is they wind up uh, cramming uh, like 53 dates into 60 days, which is almost, well, it's three months. So I was in, um, and, and more than half of those shows are in Antwerp uh, proper. So I was, um, yeah, 60, yeah, my son just corrected me. That's two months. Um, so uh, we, uh, we, were, we were in Antwerp, and I was just, uh, I was, you know, you, you stay in, in one place in a hotel room that long, the same hotel in the same hotel room that long, and you just go a little batty, so... Uh, I had a guitar with me, like I'd mentioned in a previous call, that I I take a guitar on the road with me, and I just thought it would be you know kind of interesting to go out on the street and uh, set up in in one of the squares there uh, that they have all around Europe and just take my guitar out of the case and start you know playing, um, and I did it and um, nobody came. 
So everybody was just walking by me like, like they, you know, oh, that's okay. This, look at this guy. He's playing his guitar. That's how, how nice that is. Until uh, a couple of the guys from Meatloaf's band saw me doing it, and they, were, they had a good laugh at that. Oh. Yeah. But that's okay. You know, I mean, I did it for the experience. I did, I did it to say that I did that. Um, and it was uh, it was really interesting, and I'm glad I did it, and I would never do it again. All right, we're going to move on. We got two call, two minutes, and we got one more caller. Five oh nine. Hello, Chasm. Yes. Hi, this is Carl from Washington State. Hi, Carl. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, been a big fan for years. Uh, followed your career for many years. I, I just have a quick question. Sure. Composition. When you're composing and writing the material, you usually start with the music or the lyrics. Um, usually, more often than not, I start with music, and uh, and I'll go from there. Uh, only because I, I find it extremely difficult to, um, believe it or not, I'm not really a, a, a storyteller. It takes me a lot to come up with a story. And basically, that's what, that's what songwriting is, is you're basically telling a story. Uh, so it takes me a, a, a little bit longer than, uh, than I like to, uh, to verbalize uh, an idea, and uh, it's easier for me personally to come up with the music than it is the lyrics. Lyrics well, are pain, painful writing lyrics. The lyrics. Excuse me. I was just going to say the music invokes the lyrics as opposed to the not necessarily. Um, no, because uh, I can have an I, I can have a musical idea, and it doesn't necessarily uh, mean that the lyric has to has to complement the music, but the music definitely has to complement the lyric. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Sure. There you go. All right, Carl. Thanks for calling. Quick question. When you do your recording, what is usually your rig? And you go DI or use like any kind of modeling amps or? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, usually with the bass guitar, um, I don't use any kind of modeling or anything. I'll just go direct. Um, every, every once in a great while, I'll use an amp, but I'll always take a direct signal. And uh, with Lots guitar. Of compression. Excuse me. Lots of compression? Not not lots, because you wind up usually uh, compressing at the end anyway. So if you put too much compression on when you're recording it as a basic track, you could wind up over-compressing uh, in the final stages of it, and then it just gets to be a mess. Um, so I kind of tend to watch myself with compression. But um, as far as guitar goes, I have a couple of, like, you know, stomp boxes and a couple of amps that uh, right depends on. on the song, depends on the guitar sound I'm looking for. Hey, Kazm, play on, man. Thank you. Okay. Hey, Carl, thanks for calling. That's yeah. our last call. We've got you bet. 26 you. seconds left live, so there will be maybe a couple of seconds into the archive here because we're running out of time. I appreciate everybody listening to Rungren Radio. We especially thank Kazm Sultan for being on the show. Doug, I can't thank you enough for having me. It really, it's Sorry really about the other couple callers, but since you agreed to do another show sometime, we'll just let them call back then. How about that? Absolutely. We really appreciate your time. I know Aaron has a lot, especially with you going to Germany more and you got the kids put to sleep and all that yeah. good stuff. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, Doug. And do me a favor. Sure. Uh, when you speak to Prairie next week, tell him I said hi and I love him. We'll do it. Okay? Hey, thanks a lot. Okay, man. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, that was Chasm Sultan, obviously. Wow, what a show. The um, switchboard was lighting up like a Christmas tree. It was wild. So that was a great one. Uh, hopefully you'll be calling in for prayer or he may get his feelings hurt. <laughs> You're going to have to call in like you did today. That was wild. That's the most we've ever had. Appreciate everybody listening. 
if you're listening now, you're listening to the archive version. And I'm going to play a song now. We tried to play it during the show. This is uh, Chasm, Are You Happy Now? I hope. If it's not, you got to blame it on, uh, what is that, uh, Windows Media Player, because that's what it was telling me I was recording. So let's try that, and then I'm going to play Cliché. This is a bootleg version of Chasm singing Cliché from Todd, and then I'm going to wrap this up. So if you want to hear some of his music, here's your chance. Again, if you want to find out more about him, it's kasimsultan.com, K-A-S-I-M-S-U-L-T-O-N.com. There's also a great website that Sue puts together, kasiminfo.com, K-A-S-I-M-I-N-F-O.com. You want to check both of those out. And again, thanks for listening to Rugged Radio. Talk to you on Wednesday.
Chasm Sultan, Are You Happy Now? That was the correct song, and that is from All Sides. That's Chasm's latest production, which has a mix of some of his older stuff and some new songs like this one. Good CD. You might want to check it out on ChasmSultan.com. This next song is a bootleg live concert performance of uh, Cliché, one of Todd Rugren's songs, who happens to be Chasm's best friend. And as you heard tonight, Todd didn't want Chasm in Utopia at first, but Chasm won him over. So the rest is history. This is the last song of the night. I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check us out Wednesday for Prairie Prince. That starts at 8.30 Eastern Time on Wednesday. Thanks.
Everybody doing you okay?